Welcome to the Wild and Well podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Hilary Clare, a clinical psychologist, holistic parenting mentor with a focus on nutrition and environmental medicine, a yogi, author, and mom of two wild boys. Here, we will delve into the big and the little things that move the needle for children's health and mental wellness in a modern world that doesn't always make it easy to do so. Together, we can nurture resilient kids, vibrant mothers, and a brighter future for the planet and the next generation. Let's get into it. So welcome back. Today, we are going to be talking about prioritizing ourselves, prioritizing mothers. So this is something that is really critical if we want to take the best care of our little ones. But often as mothers, we are very far down on our priority list. We often are putting everyone else and everything else ahead of us, putting their needs ahead of our own and often not even being connected to what we're feeling, what we need and generally just caring for ourselves. So consider these couple questions. Where do you sit on your priority list? And you make sure that everyone else in your family, maybe everybody else around you is taken care of before you consider taking care of yourself. So if you're nodding, saying, yes, I am putting myself way down on my priority list. I'm putting other people first. Know that you're not alone. This is very common in society these days for mothers to do this. It is almost, well, it is a societal expectation, isn't it? That mothers are selfish, sorry, selfless and put other people first. And prioritizing ourselves as mothers is really challenging. Life is busy. We do have lots of demands and responsibilities, and it is really hard to take care of ourselves when we are focused on all these other things. So modern motherhood is not easy, and there's so many expectations. There's so much pressure and societal norms and even practical barriers that get in the way of us prioritizing ourselves. However, prioritizing ourselves is critical. It allows us to show up in our lives as the best versions of ourselves. It allows us to be there for others, to truly be there for our kids, to connect with them, to have the energy to show up for them, to be present to them. And it also allows us to do great, meaningful work, whether that's at home or in our career or in other aspects of our lives. It allows us that capacity to do really important small things and really important big things in our lives. And taking care of ourselves is also imperative to our health and our wellness. I know for myself, when I was struggling with postnatal depletion, when I had my first child and I was just so consumed with taking care of him, making sure I knew what he needed, reading his emotions and always trying to be attuned to him and being completely absorbed in that, I lost touch with what I needed and I lost touch with prioritizing myself and my well-being. 
And not only was I not showing up as the best version of myself, not only were others around me definitely not getting the best from me, and I wasn't able to have the capacity to do great work either, but also my health, physically, mentally, all of it was really struggling. And um, it took a lot of work to crawl back from that. And I don't want that for anybody else, but unfortunately I see that in so, so many mothers that I work with, that I'm friends with, that I just talked to. There's so many mothers who have very similar experiences and it's time that we start to change this. So if you keep giving and doing everything for others and putting your own needs last, eventually your tank will be completely empty. You won't have anything else to give. And at these moments, it's all too easy to become resentful, to become completely exhausted and disconnected from who we want to be. And this can negatively impact the exact people that we are trying to care for, namely our children. So it's so necessary for us to take care of our own needs if we want to continue to be there for them. And I recognize this in myself. Initially, I could put myself way down on my priority list when I had my first child and be totally consumed with taking care of him and making sure that he was okay and getting unfortunately caught up in trying to meet the societal norms of you know perfect or good mother but in time that actually took away from the capacity that I had to care for him I couldn't give him as much as I wanted to because I was struggling I was resentful of my partner for being able to have breaks from parenting and go to work and talk to adults and I was completely exhausted and I really was very disconnected from who I wanted to be as a mother and as a person. And it absolutely had a negative impact on my relationship with my child because I just didn't have it in me to be fully present to him and to enjoy him and to be playful with him in those moments. I really lost that. So it may seem counterintuitive, but spending time looking after yourself makes you less selfish and actually kinder, more compassionate, and able to hold space for others more easily. Whereas when you're depleted, overwhelmed, or chronically stressed, you're going to be more selfish and have less capacity to be there for others, including your children. So we have to let go of that unhelpful societal expectation on mothers that they should be selfless and that that is a good thing because it is absolutely not. It is very detrimental to us as mothers, as well as everybody around us. And we don't want to be passing that belief onto our children, especially our daughters as well. And it's funny that when we actually take care of ourselves, we can be so much more present for others and we actually are less selfish. So spending time on yourself, however that looks, is critical and 
is not selfish. So if you're not already convinced that you should prioritize yourself for your own sake, let's consider a little bit more about how that impacts our kids. So taking care of yourself, it's an essential part of taking care of your children because your children deserve to have the best version of you, the one that is vibrant and energetic and present. And heck, your partner, your friends, and the future of the world deserve that version of you too. Your happiness and your health are the greatest gifts that you can give your children. Because when you are healthy and you're happy, you show up, you respond to, and you engage with your kids from a completely different place than when you're exhausted, stressed, or unwell. And another way to think about it is this. What do you want your kids to learn from you? Because our actions do speak loudly. If your kids are anything like mine, they notice everything that you do, including those habits that you weren't even conscious of yourself. So it's important for us to be the example for our kids. Be their role models because we are their role models whether we act in ways that we are proud of, that we want to foster in them or not, they look up to us. And what we do shapes who they become. So let's live the example for our kids. And I don't want to be adding extra pressure saying that they notice everything we do and they're going to become those people who do these things as well as they grow up. So I don't want this to increase overwhelm or pressure, but I want you to see it as motivation because often we need bigger reasons outside of ourselves to make and sustain changes, especially as mothers. And I know as a mom myself, there is no greater motivation than to help my little ones. So when I remind myself in moments when I'm not taking care of myself or I'm thinking, oh no, I can leave that walk that I'm really feeling like I need. I can leave that till later because I have the dishes to clean or you know, my husband needs a break and I should allow him to have a break. Or if I have any thoughts like that, I come back to this and I remind myself, who do I want to be for myself? But who do I want to be for my kids? And how are they going to take care of themselves and view themselves based on how I am taking care of and viewing myself? Because I am their role model, especially when they're little. And that helps me to take more effective action to take care of myself and to show up for myself in those moments. So taking care of yourself is the best way that you can take care of your kids. And please don't forget it. You cannot give what you want to your kids if you have nothing left in you to give. You will struggle to be vibrant. You will struggle to be playful and present 
if you're not adequately tending to your own health and your own needs. So consider some ways that you can start to prioritize yourself. And you can start small with these. These don't have to be grandiose plans of taking yourself away every day for two hours for massages and long extended yoga classes and going away for weekends. Those are great. I'm not saying that they're not, but you don't have to do that. It can be small. It can be packing yourself a lunch as you pack your little one's lunch. It can be taking a couple of deep breaths to center yourself, to pause before you tend to your frustrated preschooler. Maybe it's asking your partner to clean up after dinner tonight, or better yet, dividing some of the household tasks more evenly with your partner so you know which nights you're cleaning up and which nights they are. And maybe it is booking in that yoga class or that new dance class or taking yourself outside for a quick little walk and fresh air. So think about ways that you can integrate prioritizing yourself in big and in small, really small ways, how you can integrate these into your days, into your weeks. And I find a really helpful way to look at this is to think about what the future, more vibrant version of me, how she would be taking care of herself and how she would be prioritizing herself in her day. So one way you can do this is just to like, if you're not driving, just close your eyes, take a couple of slow, deep breaths and picture that future vibrant you. Maybe it's six months from now, maybe it's a year from now, maybe even only a month from now, it doesn't matter. But get in touch with how she is taking care of herself, how she is prioritizing herself. And ask, what is it that she would do on a day-to-day basis to ensure that she's filling her own cup and not getting burnt out? So this quick little visualization might give you some ideas of where you can start now. Because it's really more useful to make those decisions from the perspective of that future, more energized, more vital version of you versus where you might be today, because you might be coming from a place of being really tired, really grumpy and depleted and exhausted today. And in those states, we don't necessarily make the best choices because we're more stuck in survival rather than really helping us to thrive. And then as you go about your day, today and tomorrow and the next day, just check in with that future version of yourself and just ask in various moments, what would she do right now? How would she show up for herself? And the more that you tune into that future perspective and you make your decisions on how you take care of yourself from that perspective, the faster that you're going to feel more vital, have more energy, 
and be able to be that mother that you want to be for your kids. So we'll leave it at that for today. I look forward to seeing you or talking to you next time. And in the meantime, please consider that question of what would the vibrant me do in this situation and practice taking care of yourself in ways that you know that that future you would take care of herself. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Wild and Well podcast. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode and please share with like-minded mothers. A review wherever you listen to your podcast is greatly appreciated as it helps to get the show out to even more mothers and families. Together we can nurture thriving kids, vibrant moms, and a brighter future for the next generation. Disclaimer, the information in this podcast is intended as educational in nature and is for informational purposes only. It is not personal health advice or indicative of a therapeutic relationship, and it should not be used to prevent, diagnose, or treat health problems. If any of the information in this podcast resonates with you, consult a qualified healthcare practitioner to discuss what works best for you in your unique situation.